gonna come down to Chewbacca one. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Level With You show. My name is Wiley Olmstead, and joining me this week, we've got the not-so-phantom producer, Tyler Hadley. Hadley doodly, everybody. The Sub-Zero hero himself, Kenny Castro. What's up, what's up? That is me, the Sub-Zero hero. And last but certainly not least, the do artistic one, Anthony Duart. What's going on? Chewbacca, he gets a wookie. I didn't know Chasing Amy ended in a fourth wall break. <laughs> All right, if you are listening or you are watching on YouTube, thank you so much. This is a weekly video game podcast where we all get together and talk about, you guessed it, video games. Really help us out if you hit that like button. Even more if you hit the subscribe button. Tell your friends about what an entertaining and thought-provoking and interesting video game podcast you have stumbled upon. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Join the Discord. Description down below. Fun stuff going on there. Anyway, that's the rigmarole for this week. How's everybody doing? How's the, how's the Christmas shopping treating you? Christmas shopping's good. I think I have officially found presents for everybody on my list. And I feel good about it because I feel like I've done it all earlier than I Are they wrapped? Um, actually... Most of them are. Yes. I have like two wow. that are not wrapped yet. That is much better than me. How about you, Anthony and Kenny? I'll let Kenny go first because I, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't specify. No, that's okay. okay. I, I don't know. It's, it's been going good. You know, no complaints here. I have almost wrapped it up. I still just got to pick up. <laughs> Um, see what he did there. See what he did there. <laughs> um, my brother and his wife's gift. Those are the ones that I have left. Gotcha. Okay. I actually made a little Google Doc for myself with all my list, and I have like, uh, mom half done, Elena one third done, dad yeah. done, Jay done. Just going through the list of all the folks I need to buy for. And it's helping me out. And I got all of the ones that I have bought stored in my closet here. And they shall be wrapped. Don't let anyone know why they can't tell them. And distributed in some form or fashion. We're still figuring out what this COVID Christmas is going to look like. But uh, we'll get through it. And oh, yeah. it'll be fun, as, as usual. And had some wonderful latkes last week. Celebrate Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Just as a what night is it? What night of Hanukkah is it? It's like the today. I think we're at like seven or eight now, or we're getting towards the end. Maybe it's six, but I know we're definitely in the latter half. But I don't know about you guys, but it seems like latkes have sort of blown up as a thing that even non-Jewish people are are getting into around this time of year. Is is that something that I just missed out on, or am I accurate and that's sort of like a, a new thing? Latkes are trendy now. I don't think I've yeah, ever I think had so. one, but. Yeah, no, I haven't had one either. I, I feel oh, like I, I feel like I may have I may have heard about them more this year than in years past, but I'm not sure why that would be. I don't know either, but my uh, my roommate Christian went pretty nuts making five different types the other night, which was a lot of fun and required some stamina. Was is, quite a... is he Jewish? 
He is not Jewish, no. Oh, but, see, I thought he was Jewish when you said that in the group chat. I was like, I yeah. don't know Wiley's roommate like, is Jewish. Oh, wow. You know it would be Jewish? a little bit ironic having a roommate named Christian who is a Jew. But... That was the other ah. thing. I, mean, I was hoping you said yes, because then I was going to be like, well, it's ironic that he's called <laughs> Christian and he's Jewish. I did watch one of the best uh, Hanukkah movies there are out there. Is there more than it's the Adam crazy Sandler night. one? Yeah, I was about to say, is it, is it, is it Adam Sandler's A Crazy Night? My you favorite movie. Yep, yeah! So good. That's yes. my favorite holiday movie, hands down. It holds Wait. up. Hell so yeah, it does. You were watching Eight Crazy Nights. The other night you were also watching some old Rudolph movie. Oh yeah, I, I just... watched the classic Rudolph movie. And man, Santa is a prick in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed really hard when I saw that. I was like, oh my god. I had to go like, back and watch that. Like, for real, like, Rudolph is born, and then Santa's like, oh, he's got a red nose. This is a disgrace, Blitzen. How could you bear a child as a red nose? <laughs> Who did you put your seed inside? And then Rudolph is, like, the best one flying in the, yeah. the reindeer practice, and then his nose pops off, and Santa's like, oh, such a shame. <laughs> like, jeez, Santa. Be, what a dickhead. Be accepting. You're right. Which, yeah. which movie came first, the, before that one? Was it The Year Without a Santa Claus? Because maybe they canceled Santa back then. And they're like, Santa, you're such a prick. We're going to do it without you. Mm, we've I been can't, can't I'm not sure what years came out of. I just looked it up, and it seems like the one you're describing is the 1964 TV special one. Was it about 47 minutes long? Yeah, yeah, that one. The one with the puppets and the abominable snowman and the misfit toys. Gotcha. Those movies used to scare the shit out of me when I was little. I yeah. loved them, but like I, there were certain ones that just scared the crap out of me. Like I loved watching. I had the little uh, the little drummer boy on VHS at my grandparents' house, and I remember always watching that. Couldn't tell you a thing about it now because I had no clue what it was about. But I remember a little boy and he was drumming. That, that is a good yeah. one. So, is Caitlin the one initiating all these holiday watchathons, or is that your thing too? Uh, no, it's mostly hers. But I mean, something that something that I have discovered is that a lot of these old Christmas movies, like the Rudolphs, uh, the Year Without Santa Claus, uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, you can all get those on like YouTube for free because they're now designated as like kids content. So they're not they're not they're not monetized or anything like that. So you can just remove. Huh. Interesting. Do you think we're gonna have a watch party for Rudolph? I already watched it this year. Ah, uh, you can't do a double. Well, actually, I want to. I would. I would love to watch Eight Crazy Nights because you can watch that movie at least like four or five times. Yeah. Before you're like, I don't want to watch it anymore. Good one. Pulls your heart. I've show. never seen it. What? You've never seen it? No, oh I've never God. seen it. Oh, I had. See, I had the. Oh uh, my gosh. I had the divorced parents thing growing up, so my dad was the one that would let us watch like Simpsons and all the other naughty stuff that my mom wouldn't let us watch. So he rented Eight Crazy Nights with us and his girlfriend. And we watched that, and man, I mean, maybe that's the way I am. Why I am today? <laughs> I, gotta tell you, I learned so Can many be. lessons from Whitey. I love them all. Whitey Duval. I'm Whitey Duval. Hey, Davey, stop being such a prick, you piece of shit. Why don't you just learn how to play basketball with with the little kids? That was a pretty good uh, fake Sandler voice. Oh, I, did. I know. I didn't know that was Adam Sandler for the longest time. <laughs> Um, as weird as it is, because I love watching scary movies all October, and once it becomes November, I'm like, oh yeah, I could still watch it, but it just doesn't feel quite right. 
but when when it comes to December, even though Christmas is hands down my favorite holiday, it's not something that I get into. Like the, I watch Elf. That's probably my go-to. I, I've had enough of Christmas Story for at least another few years. I never saw the appeal to Christmas Story personally. I just just I don't know if I brought it up before. Have I brought up the the scene where they're like at the dinner table and he's like, "Oh, that's my little piggy," and it's like the little boy <laughs> the, with the brother who's like, I'm, 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 "He's just like eating food and it's super fucking gross," and then they all just like awkwardly laugh really weird and it just it's scary you you have brought it up before and yeah that, that's a very strange part <laughs> it scarred me man i don't know i can't let it go yeah the thing about things being funny when they're really not that funny is another thing that i'm running into a lot with stephen king books and, and it's a common sort of meme or thing that people go back to on the reddit is that just a lot of moments in the books where people laugh until they cry like really frequently and <laughs> you're saying to yourself i guess that i would get like get a chuckle out of me but i don't know these these people are i don't know what's going on it's uh, i could maybe it's like to uh amplify the insanity in a way where it's like <laughs> it's like the, the spongebob christmas episode where santa at the very end is going ho, 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 woo. man i need that one i would be down to watch i haven't it's been too long since i yeah. dipped back into some spongebob uh, I remember when that was first airing, my friend had videotaped it off TV, and the Bubble Bowl episode played before that. Where can you watch SpongeBob these days? Is it on one of the big streaming services? Mm-hmm. I think it's on Crunchyroll. No, wait, Verve, maybe? <laughs> I don't Verve think it's on Crunchyroll. SpongeBob. Uh, anyway, that's for another time. We should get into some of the games we've been playing. Later in the show, we're going to be discussing, uh, as well as I'm sure beforehand a little bit, the disastrous week that CD Projekt Red has had regarding Cyberpunk's PS4 and Xbox One versions. We're also going to be talking about some of the things that I thought were neatest in the Game Awards, and I'm sure that the rest of the crew has some, has some input on that as well. But let's start things off. I have not been lucky enough to procure a PS5 or a Series X, despite uh, multiple efforts on multiple days, just the same Dang as... brother, preach. Yep, many other folks, Anthony, and as well as just about everyone I know, except Tyler and Kenny, so... Yeah, uh, guys, uh, two out of four? Yeah, what's up? What's up? <laughs> what the fuck? 50%. So I, I will go down in history saying that Tyler's PS5 was up for grabs. Hey, I know. Was. It was, and I was a fool and should have called hosting privileges. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, me- the message is saved there that says, Wiley, from Wiley Olmstead, you can have it, Tyler. <laughs> 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 Screenshot it in case if ever yeah. it comes up in the future. I actually printed it out, and it's, it's, I taped it to the top of the PlayStation. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Hindsight's 2020. That's all I can say. Um, so I picked up Cyberpunk on PS4 a few months ago. Pre-ordered it on Amazon. Wanted the stickers and bullshit that came with it. It was on, it was on sale for 50 bucks. So I got it on release day. And couldn't play it on release day. But on Saturday, I spent a good nine hours with it. And <clears throat> I will say that right off the bat, I was impressed. I uh, chose the Nomad as my 
one of my three paths that you choose that sort of creates you the the back past background for your character and the game begins in the the badlands sort of a mad max type area on the outskirts of the city not a lot going on out there uh and it looks good it looked really impressive actually and i uh was cautiously optimistic and once i got into night city uh, I definitely started to see some issues, but at that time, engaged with the story. I think that the the way that it sort of throws you in there uh, is commendable, if not a little confusing, because it, it, there's a little bit of a time skip once you get to Night City. Uh, you meet someone, Jackie, very likable, well-acted character, to an extent, a little bit of a stereotype, but um, He's your partner, and you assumedly have a few months doing stuff in the city because you already have some sort of a reputation going for yourself by the time you actually resume your uh, play. But I thought the, you know, the Deshaun character, who's sort of the the fixer that you're in 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 uh, conversation with and doing jobs for, was. Uh, well acted and portrayed. I thought that there were some really impressive set piece moments with uh, just the story in general. It, it did grab me. And I thought, I was like, this is definitely, I can look past the the glaring frame rate issues and the bugs because I'm just having a good time with it. But once I got to act two, things started to take a pretty serious uh, turn for the worse. Um, and you're sort of left to your own devices in the city, and there's lots of side quests you can do. Uh, but what, it, it's just the performance and the atmosphere of Night City feeling sort of empty. Uh, the the crowd density that we've seen for years in in E3 trailers and everything like that is is simply not there. Um, the frame rate when you're fighting gets down to you know. 15, 20 frames per second, seemingly, when you're trying to, you know, land parries with your katana, and which is the play style I was going for. I really wanted to be uh, a hacker slash swordsman, and it was going That's good. <laughs> Equivalent, pretty much. There you go. Um, and <clears throat> it just got to a point where uh, the combat sucked, so I would be trying to stealth my way through situations, and because I hadn't put any points into stealth at that point, I was really easily alerting people, and um, I just wasn't enjoying the combat, so I would reload my save, and this happened a few times on a couple of different missions. And then I started reading some more things online about, you know, IGN gave the PS4, Xbox One version a 4 out of 10. They've got they're being quite vocal about it as far as it just being in an unacceptable state. Uh, I had about five to six crashes in my 13 hours with it. And, you know, that's not, that's by no means good. Uh, I ran into an issue where I completed a quest and it's still showing up in my um, quests to do. Um, and, just driving through the city, man, it you, you just don't have the immersiveness that you want to. Like, the game is way more Grand Theft Auto than I had envisioned. Like, there is a lot of driving and just getting from point A to point B in the city, which should 
feel great. Like the driving itself doesn't feel bad, but just the the frame rate and the lighting, it has this real grainy effect that I don't know if it's trying to hide something or, or what, but uh, it's jarring and, and just all the lighting effects are not working how they should. Uh, the HDR doesn't particularly improve things either. So sadly, again. Uh, high dynamic range, um, okay. The, a lot of most or a lot of 4K TVs have it, and it's it really tends to make things pop a lot more color wise. Hmm. But yeah, I what, do, what questions do you guys have? I mean, this is like a game that I was high on for the first few hours, turned on pretty hard, and now I've decided to just put down until uh, either I get a PS5 or these patches that they roll out in the next couple of weeks uh, really improve things. I really hope that they they do. I'm, I'm hoping because I was talking to my buddy Pat about it uh, on Saturday, and he was, you know, basically the same thing. He was really enjoying it, but he's like, "Man, it runs like doo doo." What's he playing it on? He's playing it on the uh, Xbox One. Gotcha. So he's just like, yeah, it's the it's real bad." It's he's like he he's like I want to like it so bad, but it's just all the frame rate, the performance issues, and usually like those are things that I can see sometimes that I'm like, "Oh yeah, well it does suck." and you know, adds to the detriment. But like from what I've been seeing from everybody and everybody's experiences, this looks just like unplayable. Especially it's, when it's like it's Borderlands like combat too, right? So it's like first person. You have your HUD. I guess you could compare it to a Borderlands uh, type combat. I mean, there there's numbers coming off of people when you shoot them. It's much more RPG. Well, Borderlands is pretty RPG as well, but uh, I would say this one even more so. I, I think the mechanics, as far as customizing your character once the game is fully playable and and if you've got a high-end pc rig right now that's obviously how you should be playing it but i think it's pretty excellent like i think that there's a lot of different ways you can approach situations i think that once you start getting into augmenting your character's body and you know there's pretty neat sort of perks you can buy for your you know different parts of your body and it all looks very stylish and you know there's neat things like once you take melee damage you do five percent electricity damage and things like that that i really think you could spec out your character in really neat ways but it's just a shame because i personally is you know i've got i don't have a high-end pc but i do have disposable income i could buy a ps5 or a series x and be playing it but unfortunately i don't have that option so i'm stuck on last gen as 40 percent of people are uh playing right now on old gen consoles according to a report from cd project red so that blows yeah. my mind that they're calling it last gen still what it's like yeah i know they just came out and that's like the new next gen hardware but it's i mean i i can see the certain games and certain systems the performance like boost but right and I, like tyler's played the first few hours on ps5 and this is not a ps5 optimized game but thanks to its you know monstrously more powerful hard drive and or, or ssd and teraflops what's been your experience um i mean the game's crashed i mean i've only played for probably about three to four hours not a whole lot i haven't pressed real that much um but i mean seemingly it seems to run fine it, it looks good i guess um like i said i like i mean the way that i started the game so i i did start it off as corpo so right in night city from the very beginning Mm -hmm. um and i mean things have looked good so far um i think there's just a lot going on in the beginning 
I think I am. I did get the things that I have to talk about are more kind of like the gameplay and and stuff like that. But it just seems like they 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 do throw you like right into the action and are like looking at all your things. And I think maybe I just haven't progressed in the story enough to really like learn about everything. Because mm-hmm. I like I'm I'm still kind of like looking at my inventory and um figuring out like what side quests mean like because i have already like before i even like really start the main mission i've got like four or five side quests it's like Mm -hmm. i'm kind of one of those people that's like well if i can do some of these side quests before i like i progress the story i like to i like to do that um Mm -hmm. and they they give you the difficulty of those side quests whether it's moderate hard or very hard very hard which I really didn't kind of know how to interpret, like what is very hard, what is hard, like is it actually going to be hard? They are, they are. <laughs> it's, uh, they are, they are what it, it's related to how you're leveled. So, if if it's moderate, then it's doable. If it's hard, in my experience, it's not. It's not time to do it yet. But yeah, because I I went to one of the the hard side quests. It was like a fist fight like twins and i was like i just got my ass handed to lost like 500 bucks Ooh. oh yeah i just won four thousand bucks on that same mission um but i'm a lot higher level than you yeah i Is actually like one of those when you die you lose half of whatever you're carrying or it's no, it was like a like a game type thing like you, you bet uh... 500 on it, or you could have bet more if you had one yeah, so that that was one that was fine for me, and I actually enjoy, for the most part, the melee combat. My character has a lot of <laughs> spec in the body, whatever that is supposed to mean. But so I'm, my 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 fists are pretty strong, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, the other, thing, hands. the other thing that I've been annoyed about is it seems like it's it's switching your active quest on me a lot, and I don't know if you've experienced as well. Like every time I I progress like one of the side missions, it'll just like automatically like switch me back to whatever like my main quest is. But yep. I still I still have more of the side quest to do. So why are you back to the main? So I have to like totally. and then like going into like your start menu and uh, navigate like I don't know again I'm not sure if there's like a speedier way to get your quest or, but having to like hit start. Go all the way over to journal. Go through your entire list of stuff. Seems like a lot of work. Just to like which quest. Yeah, you're totally right about that. The the UI I think is um, while it can be stylish in some sections, is a mess in other in other ways. And come to think of it, that has happened to me a couple times where I think I'm done with a quest because it goes back to my main quest, but then I realize, oh, I still had to collect my reward from. Yeah, so it's a bummer, man, because I was so excited for this game. And once the reviews came out for PC only, it seemed like it was really going to stick the landing and be the game that everybody wanted it to be. And this week, I would say this is in the running for the worst launch of all time uh, in terms of feedback from, I mean, what else compares? We got Battlefield. Our Battlefront 2. Fallout oh. 76. Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. No Man's Sky. 
But I would argue that this is, uh, since there were nefarious things done by CD Projekt Red, why don't we just, instead of breaking it up into two parts of the show, I think we should just have one of our topics of the show now, which was uh, a response to CD Projekt Red's letter that they put out in one of their big yellow sp splashes from a couple weeks ago. And I'm going to read some of that now. So this is from CD Projekt Red. Dear gamers, first of all, we would like to start by apologizing to you for not showing you the game on base last-gen consoles before it premiered and, in consequence, not allowing you to make a more informed decision about your purchase. We should have paid more attention to making it play better on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. I, 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 that, that's just a kind that's of a true. baffling statement to me as a game that's been shown at trade shows for years now and was never considered a next-gen title until it started getting delayed. Yeah, um, it is pretty ridiculous that because they've been boasting about it being on current-gen consoles. Right. Was, I mean, they, I don't know if they, they've just been saying, like, just referring to it as last-gen consoles, which they do later on, um, the fact that they didn't show it when they knew, like they, of course they knew that this game was yes. going to run like shit. They sold a staggering amount of pre-orders, 8 million, uh, a little less than half of those being on consoles that right now uh, is sitting at somewhere around a 40-something on Metacritic and is being, they're, they're offering refunds, but the refund, it's like, Contact PSN and contact Xbox, which, you know, they have pretty strict refund policies. Steam, if you've paid it for more than two hours, you can't get a refund. Uh, and then you're supposed to email this, whoever's the poor person that's responding to these uh, requests <laughs> for refunds. It's just a mess, man. And, you know, they, they go on to say, you know, we've got a, one patch coming out next week or within the next uh, seven days. Then we have a large patch in January and a large patch in February. It's just complete. It, they may as well be saying, we know we should have delayed the game on last gen consoles. It was ready for PC. We just said, screw it and felt like we could absorb the backlash and people would, I don't know. Like it, it the more I think about it, the more, and I'm always on the developer's side. You guys, if you listen to the show, you know that I'm anti-crunch. I'm uh, always giving them the benefit of the doubt, whether or not something's buggy or not. Uh, I'm usually willing to look past it or, you know, uh, turn a blind eye to some things that some other gamers are get up all in a tizzy about. But this one, I think is going to take a lot of work for them to make good on. And I'm not saying that it's impossible. Look at No Man's Sky, just one best gaming, best ongoing game at the Game Awards. And, you know, this is the Witcher 3 developer. This is the developer CG Project Red that has been like a good guy developer. Oh, look at all this free DLC that we're handing out when The Witcher came out. And oh, well, we write a little thank you note to our fans in the games. And this is just them walking out the gate and getting pied by a big old pie. Yep. Shame. Because, yeah, the Wisdom to Witcher didn't have these issues when that game was released, so 
No, I mean, it had issues, but it was certainly playable. Like they, they did things to make the UI better, and I'm sure fixed a lot of bugs, and certainly improved the game as time went on. But no, I played it on PS4. It was great from the get-go. So what's your thoughts, Kenny? Um, It's been... Honestly, this is just a, such a fumble on their part. And I've been just following it on Twitter, how it's getting bashed, and you know what? I actually thought the smartest thing I've read was a tweet by Jason Schreer. He was like, "Might as they should have just said, you got we're gonna release it, but it's early access. It's not still not the full release, you know, like because this isn't if it needs like two, three, four more patches to be at the quality of a, you know, at its best quality, then it's not a it's an early access game. We paid sixty dollars for an early access game." That is gonna have bugs, expect bugs and things like that. You know, might as well start doing that with the AAA titles when you're not fully shipping it at full at full quality. Right. I think that that's something to consider. I mean, of course, that would probably have made it so there were less, less initial sales. Exactly. But you would have you would have had people buying it, right? And they would have ex- came in expecting bugs. Would have came in expecting things to not be 100% or to for the game to crash here and there. They would have expected some of these things. Not all of it, but some of it. And, you know, it, whoever wanted to hop into the train once all the patches came out, that's $60. It doesn't matter when you receive the $60. You still, as long as you still get it, right? True, and you know a lot of early access games. I don't know about a lot, but I know that uh, Baldur's Gate is sixty dollars in early access, so it's not unprecedented that they do that. Um, yeah. It's just uh, for for something that I was so anticipating that the gaming community as a whole was so anticipating, just to to cap off twenty twenty with the release of this game that has been. More than more than five years in the in the consciousness of gamers, it, it's just uh, you know they they should have pushed it. They should have pushed it. And we, they would have gotten a shitload of backlash. Uh, I'm sure that there are shareholders and behind the scene managers making the wrong calls, but that's that's the end of it. And as much as I still have a little bit of a desire to play it because some of the stuff there was so neat and ambitious and uh what's his name keanu reeves is really good in it it's just not a, not in a state where i want to experience it for the first time so i'm putting it down for a few months i'm not going to ask for a refund but we'll see how that january patch turns out and maybe i'll dip back in <sighs> that's good sad so moving on with the show um oh hey guys sorry i don't know what happened i got uh the dial-up uh got loose and i just got sucked in the internet oh is that actually well yeah <laughs> no one happened man now you're invading half of my screen it looks Jeez, like the, the dial-up did it i get i got popped out i got popped back in is it, are you I'm, I'm on the case i'm a uh <laughs> okay um i lost my arm too i don't know what happened to it it's on your side of the screen it's perfect timing though because I just finished my long cyberpunk rant and was commiserating right with, with a little bit, a little bit, a little. That was, look, what's that word? Lethargic. Yes. <laughs> Can I get it out? Yeah, vent. So Kenny finished Yakuza Like a Dragon. Ooh. Yes. So good. I'm so amazing, proud. Amazing, amazing 
ending to it. Anthony, where are you at right now? I am literally where I told you on Friday still. That was the last time I played it was the battle arena. So I I killed Ooh. all 30 floors in the battle arena. And grinded I, need to level you, 50. I need you to progress forward, right? Because, man, who you get to see in the next part to end, like to kind of wrap up chapter 12. Tyler was like, you know, Tyler doesn't know much about Yakuza, but he was like, is that a returning character? I was like freaking out. I knew exactly the moment it happened, who it was. Yeah, and I was so hyped and excited. I'm well, so stoked. Now I have a little bit of an inkling who it is, but you know who it is, Wiley. And it was kind of <laughs> dope, and because they throughout the whole thing, and for the rest of the game, no one's supposed to say his name. Um, so everybody just acts like he's a regular guy or just some <laughs> a regular schmo from the street. Cool. Oh, I'm so and, excited. Oh, I can't I lo- wait. I'd love to hear a spoiler cast with you two, and I guess maybe Tyler could join. Did you watch Kenny's entire playthrough? Yeah, pretty much. Yep. That's awesome. That is pretty awesome. I uh, yeah, I, I, could talk, I, I could talk about the story and stuff like that. You guys yeah. played it, so I wouldn't be able to chime in too much combat. Well, if it's a spoiler cast, it's going to be pretty story-focused. I'm sure that yep. they would love to have you. Oh, yeah. I've just been grinding all the classes. Like, I've just been going back, and it's great. The arena's crazy with all that experience, because you can just, like... Oh, yeah. You go in, well, and, like, the first, like, three floors, at least, and, like, my guy's level well, one, he shoots up straight to... Like, don't worry, 10. man. That's not going to matter much once you get that next underground dungeon in the mm-hmm. next town. Oh, my God. Oh, shoot. So here's my, my hint for you. When you okay. fight the caveman. Um, is the caveman? Yes, the caveman. That, the, you fight the caveman, which is like the metal slime version. of. Okay. The, it's like the, the Yakuza's metal slime. There's one character you need to use because his one ability with the gun does actually two damage per hit and it makes a, a huge difference it's um young uh, the gun oh yeah you yeah, get the guns guns yeah that's what i've been doing because the ones in the first underground dungeon in yokohama you can use i've been using that and i've been using um so i have you know, I've, i taught both the girls the matriarch uh, the bullet of honor okay. so they yep. just perfect those those and because in the in the last underground dungeon you mm-hmm. find more cavemen and you find exactly four of them. That's crazy. Every single run through. And every single time you kill them, it awards 490,000 experience. Jeez. That's a big number. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. like a literal metal slimes. That's awesome. Because I, I found those guys when I was going through the first time. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, is this the guy? Because it's just this weird hobo looking dude with a stick. Yep. And I was like, that's weird. So I went and like, he was like higher level than everybody. So I went and tried to attack him. And he did one, no matter who it was, did one damage. Yep. So I was like, oh, I think those mm-hmm. are the guys. Yep. So yeah, that's the one. That's the one. So in, in the next town, you're gonna find him again, but at a much higher level, and he's gonna award a shit ton of experience. And honestly, that right there, I was able to just, I was like, you know what, we're grinding through. And even with my grinding, and even being, I believe, five levels above the last boss, I still got rot twice. Wow. Dang. Twice. There was so one this... point like I got killed and Tyler was in the chat like, oh my, he hit you one punch and knocked yeah. you out. That I hate those. Uh this is the worst. Is it yeah, like was it is like a Hama kind of thing for Persona where it's like you can use it's like an instant kill if it hits? Yeah, it's an instant kill if you're not guarding. Okay. Cause there's also the you if you picked up that item from one of the sub stories that avoids instant yep. knockout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have it, but I never have it equipped. 
Yeah, same. So, so it was the thing was that I wasn't paying attention to the commands like above the enemy. So mm-hmm. because he kind of tells you like because um he'll tell you when he's doing it. Like so he'll be like, "Oh, the fist of God." The fist of God is the instant kill. Oh God. Yeah, and Literally. then if he does the other hand, which is just the fist of like death or whatever, it doesn't instant kill, but it does damage. Oh, it's the dragon punch, and then it does damage, but it doesn't instant kill. That sounds awesome. Yeah, but but it's still crazy. I was looking, and the last true dungeon in the game, you unlock it after completing the story, and it's been recommended that. To beat that one, you need to max out at least at minimum three jobs. Really? Oh, to get all those stats? Yeah, because I didn't yep. notice that you when you do max when you uh, level up in the jobs, those mm-hmm. stats are permanent boosts. It's not just yes. the skills too, like the red skills. Yep. I thought it was just red skills, but it's like all those stats you get are permanent boosts. Yep. Which is wow. crazy because I beat this game without ever changing Ichi's job. He what's went his, what's his through- job? Through and through, his um class was the hero class, from start to one from the moment I unlocked it all the way through. Um, I switched up everybody else once or twice and stuff like that. Uh, but I did read up a little bit. Um, Namba's best class is the homeless guy, so I was like, there's no need to change that one. Um, Adachi's even though I his best class was the enforcer, I never I didn't end up switching them just because I didn't at that point in time I was like I'm not gonna grind the enforcer up to thirty. Um, I think we'll survive it without it. Um, what I did start doing in later fights was switch. It was swapping characters in and out of the fight. Something I hadn't been through, doing throughout the throughout the game. So, speaking of which, I just looked up Yakuza Xbox because I had a feeling that this news was coming, or I, I saw it through the grapevine somewhere. But oh, early yeah. next year, it looks like every Yakuza game is going to be available on. on game pass we got three four five and six coming and that's all of them because you already got yakuza kiwami which is a remake of one yakuza kiwami 2 remake of two um i guess they won't have the original ps2 versions of the games if you're really Mm -hmm. trying to be technical about things but the entire saga story kiryu's journey is going to be available uh early next year so Oh, it looks like January 28th, 2021 on this story from Game Rant. Uh, Do you have an inkling to go back and experience the entire thing now, Kenny? In a way. In a way, yeah. Yeah, because honestly, there's there's moments and characters you meet that kind of like have small callbacks to Kiryu. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, Anthony's gone, so... I'm I'm gonna say yeah. it while he's gone. <laughs> Kiryu yeah. makes a dope entrance in in chapter twelve. Taking oh, <laughs> <laughs> advantage that he's not in the car right now. All right, well, so it's, hopefully there's so, not any Yakuza like a dragon fans on chapter eleven listening to the show. But I, I, let's hope not. But honestly, it's not. cool because he makes the entrance and then. Like everybody's kind of shocked, and then one person looks over, like, "Oh, how did you find them?" And then, like, the person's like, "I don't know what you're talking about. He's just a regular security guard I hired." You know. <laughs> and well, so I never was... played six, uh, so I don't know how his story ends. But I, this takes so, place after, after that. Yep. So it's a it's a callback to the ending of six. I six 
I don't know if you care about if you're gonna ever go back to it. Yeah, don't tell me. I I kind of do want to know. Yeah, so (laughs) so don't know, but it ends in a way where it makes sense. Once you know the ending of six, all the way, all the all the way they handle Kiryu in this game makes sense. Gotcha. You think you're gonna go back to the post game like a dragon? Yeah, I'm giving it a little bit so I could go back and I have some sub stories I haven't finished because I'm I'm honestly really truly very close to 100% in the game or not 100% in the game but getting every achievement and um at least 100%ing the Suji decks um uh, 100%ing the sub stories as well. Wow. So I only have about 10 sub stories left and about 10 um Suji monsters. Suji man's left to fight. Dedication, bro. I know, yeah. yeah. And then on those ones that are left is literally the tower, the last dungeon. There, most of them are found in the last dungeon. So, gotta kind of grind up and then take on that last dungeon and unlock those guys because I did read that once I do that, I get to fight the the Suji Suji man sensei as the last person. Ooh, yeah. The Mewtwo of the <clears> game. <throat> Yep, the Mewtwo of the game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bring your master ball. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, so if you want to watch Kenny play a bunch of Yakuza, it's all up on our YouTube channel. I should say that before we move on. Um, so the Game Awards were this week. We did our first ever watch along, and, you know, it was a good time. I had a few beers. We were a little more fast and loose than we usually are. So if you want to see us, uh, is that on YouTube or it's probably just in the Twitch archive, I imagine. No, it's on YouTube too. Oh, is it? Okay, nice. Yes. But anyway, it was a fun time. And okay. Okay. I'm wondering what you guys, what were your main takeaways? Did the show live up to your expectations? Were you a little let down? Uh, what was the your biggest surprise? All that type of stuff. Um, why don't we start with you, Tyler? Um, I thought it was a good show. I was I was happy with the happy uh along and go for the ride um not a whole lot of new game i mean i i watched the show for the game announced not for the awards given really <laughs> so, um, well that's why they make it 70 percent of the show and make they give out three awards in 10 seconds sometimes yeah <laughs> <laughs> right um so there was definitely a couple games that like just is that crimson desert <laughs> Yeah. Wiley, can you hear me? Hello? Wiley. I'm on the other side. I can't cross over. Help. Oh, I just was uh, gonna say that yeah, I hear you loud and clear. Loud and clear. Okay. So Jeff, I said hey. All right, if you're listening to the Sorry. podcast, you gotta watch the video for that to make sense, but that was that was funny. I came back from um, the internet again. Back. Um, I think the biggest thing that stood out to me was that that Crimson Desert game that I think a lot of us thought was Elden Ring. Right. It looked very kind of soulsy a bit, and game that kind of fit the aesthetic that I've been interested in, kind of the sort of role. medieval times, medieval, yeah, Dragon's Dogma. Right, we also were like, huh, is this Dragon's Dogma 2, which has also been rumored lately. Have that you guys was... played that? No, no, that's... You should. 
I should. I, I hear good things about it. It's just, you know, there's too many way super long games these days. It's on Twitch now. I know, I know. And it's like three times as expensive as it is on PS4. But exactly. It's a Switch tax. <laughs> uh, so that was definitely as a top of my list as biggest surprises. I was like, this looks like a serious AAA game. It's from the creators of Black Desert, which yeah, I, I was going to say, right? Like, isn't it like a spinoff of Black Desert? Yeah. Uh, so I, this one, I don't believe is a <laughs> MMO. It looked much yeah, it's more. Like, it's like a single like player it. game, single player experience, right? I hope so. It, yeah. it looked like right up my alley. And that's, uh, it's coming in 2021. Looked really impressive. I think that was the more, that was the most, uh, the biggest surprise for me. Besides, I don't know, Sephiroth in Smash stabbing Mario in the neck. I love that. It was just like, oh, we can't be, uh, we can't, we can't show that, but we can do this. We can put Mario's overalls. <laughs> so i thought that the trailer that they put for that was was really dope that was really good i was yeah, that was, was like probably the moment where i was like what and that let off the show really good way to lead off the show yep yeah and then it was just all yeah um kenny i know you were on a uh one of our what we'll call them our, our sister station studio 149 uh what did you think of the award show <laughs> They did. They did lose to us in Super Smash Brothers, so we get to call them the little sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that as a term of endearment. They, they love you over there. They, they, yeah, I, they I, do. I, they love they, Wiley. They, they love. Well, Vic loves Wiley. Lightman prefer. Lightman prefers me, but Vic is like Smiley Wiley. That's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hell yeah. uh, we should definitely do more collabs with them in the future. Uh, um, but I will say my biggest surprise. How bad Jeff Keighley's shoes were. How bad? How big they were. <laughs> how big and bad they were. They were like, they just stood out. Like they You're were like Kingdom like, Hearts. Well, he's going for the I felt like it was a collaboration between Kingdom Hearts shoes and Sonic. You know? You they gotta were go like fast. Real gotta blue, announce all the words. Real blue and big. I was like, oh, where's his Keyblade? <laughs> the Keyblade was with all the awards he was giving out. Yep. No, no, but in all in all seriousness, I I was ready to lose my lose my lose my cool when I was like, wait a second, is this is this Mass Effect? I'm like, wait a second, and I saw the old crew picking up Shepard's tag and seven tag, and I'm like, oh snap! In the distance, you see the uh, you see the Krogan. I was like, it's his crew looking for his remains. They're looking for him. And so that said, was we'll the continue. biggest moment for you, was the Mass Effect trilogy thing. Oh, I, people who know me know how 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 much of a fan I am of Mass Effect and how disappointed I was with Andromeda. And for them even to even re even if we don't see Commander Shepard again, but if I get to relive moments, new moments with the old crew, oh, that's huge for me. I've, these are games that I played all from one through one through three multiple times, attempting wow. different decisions. Different, trying to get different different people see if different people survive the second the impossible mission in the in part two, mm-hmm. trying to see who would die, who survives, romancing different different aliens, different women. Like mm-hmm. it was. I remember Miranda being a babe. Oh yeah, Miranda was a babe. And just going my, my different character things, like... Andromeda was the first time I ever made a gay character. Say oh, that. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> hey, so for me. 
even going back to that uh, somewhat anything to do with the trilogy is huge for me like when it comes out the trilogy comes out don't don't think twice whether or not i decide to stream it just because i want an excuse to play it you should you run me through yeah. those kenny that'd be fun i've never really i've never played uh any you never of them. Played them i played the oh, first man. i played the first one a bit but then i just was like oh okay man i had all three i had all the dlcs what didn't i do you know mm. so do you think that they're going to be reworking some stuff from one to make it a little play a little more, more accessible more modern yeah you know definitely i hope so um I guess I wouldn't mind too much if it was more of just a straight port, but I, I haven't looked much into this. Have they said that they're really overhauling some stuff? Or, okay, so it's optimized for 4K, Ultra HD. And uh, and what's funny is that I almost even... This is how much of a fan I am, right? I almost picked up um, Mass Effect 3 on the Wii U because it had like functionality with the tablet. Wow. I remember when that launched. You are a big fan. Yeah, <laughs> I sort of remember that. That's so. That's so funny. Just like a. Who's that that been a lot of people like. It, I might buy a Wii U for this. It had like I never, even though I never did anything with the Connect because it had the Connect functionality. Like you could tell the team to take cover, aim there, move forward. But I remember doing a lot, even a lot of the multiplayer of Part Three. You know. Uh, oh yeah, that was uh, slept on. I think uh, mm-hmm. for a lot of people, but I know that it had a big fan base and it had multiplayer. It, you, yeah, you had. Rated, if you yeah. wanted a, if you wanted the ending, like the true ending, you needed to get uh, up to a per- certain percentage in the multiplayer. That's that's oh. bad. That's and bad. Do it. Yeah, I was gonna say that's <laughs> terrible now. <laughs> yep. Uh, and the the ending, which I I don't even know which is the right one or the one that I saw because once three came out. There was a backlash almost as big as Cyberpunk's getting about the ending. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's the problem. I, that's I really don't. I, I don't. I, let's not discuss that. That's a time, like a topic for another time. But is uh, it like you, you, he like got the wrong color, like popsicle or something. You can pick between like red, blue and green. It's honestly, yeah, like it was almost all just kind of in a way they had similarities in their in the endings. It didn't matter which one you picked. And it's crazy how bad the ending was because the lead up to the ending was so climactic, you know, mm. like you got like the, well, the patched, did you like the patched in ending? Sorry. I hated all the endings. Hated oh. even the patched in one. I was like, <laughs> you serious? Patched I, one mean, in? I thought all my decisions would matter from part one all the way through <laughs> just you to give wrong. me these generic three options. Man. Yeah, that's uh. Kill them all. It's tough. <laughs> it's really tough to to make good games. <laughs> all right, so that was Kenny's highlight of the show. Some of my other ones were uh, the announcement of Disco Elysium's final cut coming, which is just a free update, uh, which is going to give the game full voice acting, new quests, and I'm finally going to dive into this one. It's uh, I've been meaning to for a long time, and let's see. Uh, my favorite surprise of the show, besides Crimson Desert, I guess, was Vin Diesel's participation in Arc Ooh. Two. What what everybody think of this when when they saw it's Big cool up on screen? I live with my dinosaurs was a quarter mile. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you guys saw this, but Vin Diesel apparently uh, is a big gamer that's been known for a long time. But in particular, he loves Arc and has logged 
thousands of hours into it and now actually technically works wow. for the studio as the Dang. president of Creative Convergence. Wow. So, uh, this is a quote from somebody talking to PC Gamer. He unders the, understands the game intimately and is providing direct feedback to the development process. Uh, he's already hard at work reporting bugs, apparently. So this is uh, for ARC 2, release date sometime in 2022. Certainly looked impressive. And uh, it looks like they're going to be focusing on somewhat of a story-driven aspect uh, as opposed to the more... Well, in addition to, I should say, the more uh, open-world survivalness of the first game. Did you get uh, Diener's input on this one, Tyler? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I did, actually. Um, <laughs> he's in cahoots he, with Vin Diesel, don't lie. Yeah, he's actually been selling dinosaurs to Vin Diesel. <laughs> Yo, Vin, uh, oh, that, deal he can afford after. it. Just, that's how he's making that scratch. <laughs> yeah. Um, baby? Yeah, he's seems like he's... In- in it um obviously this is kind of a campaign single player campaign that it looks like it's going to be compared to what arc is now whereas there is kind of like a story kind of campaign on to play single player now in arc but really it's more about like base building and survival and uh, where based on the trailer if a game is going to look like how the trailer was, <laughs> then... Yeah, if it's um, going to look like a PS4, you know, it looks like a Horizon Zero Dawn or God of War, which is the, what it's going for. Right. Then it'll, I mean, it, it'll be kind of really different from how the first arc is. So well, we'll see. I, I heard that they originally wanted The Rock, and The Rock said, no, I don't like Ark, the game. So then they were like... <laughs> Who else was in Fast and the Furious? Oh, Vin Diesel. Let's ask him. <laughs> I could see it. I could see it. Was the Was the Rock in Fast and the Furious? Yeah, in one starting, of the later starting ones. in. Yeah, he started. I think the first one he was in was in five. Yep. I'm thinking of Scorpion King. Never mind. Wrong movie. Well, he he is in Scorpion King too. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's the big. He's a Scorpion King, yeah. right? He's that was we don't, well. We don't talk about that. That we don't talk about the three G uh, the CG Scorpion King. We talk about the the Scorpion King. You know when he was just him. Well, nah. I don't know how you. I mean, I don't know how you make your money, but I make money on the internet drawing sexy Scorpion King. <laughs> <laughs> make him have a big gonna, tail if you want. We're gonna we're gonna have to ramp up those commissions, right? <laughs> I'll draw you All big right. buff Scorpion King, kissing Vin Diesel and Chico, with a dinosaur in the background going. Rawr. With Vin so that, Diesel, the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> so that mostly wraps up my most exciting moments. There were a couple other things. I thought that uh, we got a couple uh, good minutes of gameplay of Back for Blood as well as Warhammer Darktide. A couple different. The Evil Dead game is going to be great. Mm. Oh, okay. I forgot about the Evil Dead game. I think I was maybe grabbing a beer at that point. Yeah, that one looks good. I'm excited for that one as well. That Dragon, the new Dragon Age is also going to be sweet. It is, but did they actually show anything of substance or was it just something? Just to... another trailer. Another non-gameplay trailer. Yeah, yeah. I know they they brought back a couple characters that people were excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Returnal looked really neat. That did look really cool with the gameplay because all we got last time it was shown off was the trailer, but that gameplay makes it look so much more interesting. Yeah, so third-person shooter with the crazy particle effects of stuff like Resogun and what was that other one? Next Machina. The studio is always been very critically acclaimed for the most part. Uh, maybe a couple more so than others, but 
I don't think they've had a really successful game in some time. I think Resogun may have been that last one, which was a launch PS4 game, and they've they've made a few follow-ups to that over the course of the generation that never quite reached that same high, even though they were good. But this one is their first time venturing into a more 3D uh, traditional modern game space. They're, you know, they got the PlayStation Studios branding. Seems like uh, Sony's really giving the resources they need to make something that is of a AAA caliber. So I'm super excited for that. And that's coming out in March exclusively for the PS5. Yeah, when I first um, saw, the, saw the trailer, it kind of reminded me much more high-end Risk of Rain 2 type game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going into this large environment with crazy big monsters and stuff. They just like shoot down. It is supposed to be a... Oh, is it? Yeah. Wow. It is. Didn't know wow. that. I'm just Googling it, and this is uh, one of the $70 games. So, looks like... Maybe worth it. He's continuing with that. And, yeah, they're they're... It is sort of strange that you know the Housemark games were fifteen to twenty dollar action over the top shooters, and they're really going all in on AAA. So neat. They even got a digital deluxe one for eighty bucks. Um, so anybody got anything else they want to discuss about the game awards? Um, Whooper watch. Uh, how many Whooper whoopers did you, did, you, did you get, Anthony? One. I got one whooper. <laughs> one whooper. Got a whooper. <laughs> so that that was the Pokemon Go thing. That's the Pokemon Go thing. That's all I got was one whooper. Yeah, yeah. Bullshit. Master Chief and and Fortnite. We got Master Chief and Fortnite. We have the Red String of Fate anime game, which I don't know what that. We just saw a little bit of gameplay trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise, which is good. Uh, oh, yep, on Switch. Right. That's what's true. Like my highlight, but that's that's about that's about all I remember. Nice. You got you. Thank you for mentioning some things that I had forgotten. You're welcome. So that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Level With You show. Thank you so much for joining us. Leave us a review on a podcast service if you if you don't mind. That'd be great. But until then, we will see you next week on December 22nd. Be there. Right before Crimple. Right before Crimple. And I'll see you guys on MK Mondays while I raise the throne. Hell yes, MK Mondays coming at you. Uh, we'll be sharing more in the coming days. Stay tuned. Bye, Nara. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>